Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Leadership Void. Enrique here and Vince, and we're excited for the guests we have today. And uh, she's she's a, a, a wonderful person a great veteran doing great things here in Central Florida. And Vince, I I just love every time we get another guest on our show. Yeah, absolutely, Enrique. I mean, like you said, we are just honored and blessed. And her name, if anyone knows about her, everyone knows about Trish Murphy, by the way. So (laughs) we're just honored and it's such a pleasure to have her here. So we'll just dive right in. So Trish, tell us about you. Well, apparently I'm a celebrity now, so I didn't know that. <laughs> um, geez, so I own my own business, um, do social media marketing for small businesses and, and comprehensive marketing strategies. Um, so that's my, that's what I get paid to do um, in that marketing world. I, I absolutely love it and I love working with the small business community. Uh, so that's what I get paid to do. What I don't get paid to do is all the volunteer work I do for FABOB, the Florida Association of Veteran-Owned Businesses. And currently, I'm the chairman for the Orlando chapter. Um, so lot, that's really where the leadership skills um, development really pl- comes into play. Um, love both those things that I do. It's important pieces of my life, um, of course. Um, I'm a mom, veteran, you know, kind of all those things all wrapped into one. So a little bit of a superhero. That's wonderful to hear. Now, I, I, I love the, the, the fact that, uh, that you're a veteran, you know, uh, besides all that list of things that you're doing right now. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, so I spent four years in the Air Force. Um, I was actually a mechanic. Um, which surprised everybody when I chose that, but it actually was, um, I scored really high in mechanics on the ASVAB, uh, which I was surprised about, everybody was too, and I was like, well, okay, let's do it. Um, So I chose that, um, and I remember um, my grandmother, my dad's mom, when I told her what I was doing, she 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 was mad at me. She was like, why didn't you go in to be a nurse or something, or, admin and I was like well because I, I want to learn that you know and um, I've never done it before other than sitting and watching my dad do stuff in, in the garage so um, I did that I was the only female mechanic out of a hundred guys for quite a while um, in our in our unit um, so that that came with some interesting dynamics um, but I learned a lot I really enjoyed it I loved working on the equipment um, I loved fixing something and troubleshooting. There was a sense of accomplishment that came with it. Um, and today I know how to take stuff apart, put it back together. So, but I don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, definitely the tip of the spear and believe it or not, I was an aircraft mechanic too. So we got to chat a little bit later to find out more about each other. I did not know that. (laughs) Yeah. But being the tip of the spear and, um, and giving time valuable and numerous, numerous hours in the community, you said you are in doing FABOB, some great things for FABOB, and it is the Florida Association of Veterans-Owned Businesses, which I'm also a member, and I believe Enrique is too. So tell us more about even those opportunities for veterans. 
So there's, I'll just talk in my sphere. So everybody in Favob, um, you know, they, they have a different why. Um, but as an organization, um, one of our, our main goals is we want to be the state of choice for veteran-owned businesses. We want to have the best opportunities. We want to have the best growth. We want to have the best programs, both with local municipalities, with, um, you know, larger corporations right here in the state. Um, because we've seen the data and we know that veterans are, make excellent business owners. 9% of, of um, business owners are veterans, um, although the population, um, veteran population across the, the, the United States is less than 9%. So we have a higher rate of veterans who own businesses. And in the state of Florida alone, we have 185,000 veteran-owned businesses right here in our entire state. Um, those are best based on the last census numbers um, that have rolled out by the SBA. Um, and veteran businesses bring in $57 billion per year in revenue right here in the whole state. So we really make a big impact and we don't have a single voice and we want to change that. So I tell everybody there's 185,000 veteran owned businesses in the state of Florida and I want every one of them. I want to know them. I want to learn them. And as veterans, we understand the value of being a team together. Can you imagine the power if we all pull together and help each other grow grow businesses and opportunities, whether we're a business to consumer or a business to government or a business to business um, type um, business. I mean, I, I, there's such um, potential in that, that group of people. We're just untapped, we're not pulled together in a single um, unified um, organization. And that's what FAVA, that's our BHAG, that's, our, that's what we wanna do. We grow up, that's what we wanna be. And we're gonna, we're gonna do it. And, and uh, as Vince had said, uh, we're both members of FAVOB, uh, happy members at that. Uh, and because we see what you guys do on a day-to-day, -day, how much you help the veteran-owned businesses, and just to hear the, the, the sheer number, right? It's staggering when you think about it and for one state. So imagine, you know, how, how, how vast it is across America. But here in Florida, we're doing so much. Uh, there are, are veterans that are, you know, taking their uh, chances at, at uh, business. Uh, and, and these uh, certain times that we are live, living in today are kind of, uh, you know, uh, shaky. There's a lot of questions of what's going to happen here and there. Um, if a veteran, how do you feel if a veteran was thinking, oh, man, I, you know, when is the best time to to go ahead and, and go with my business. Um, what's your assessment of the times versus, you know, a, a veteran actually going, going for it? When, when's a good time to jump in both feet and, and start your business? Wow, that's an excellent question. Um, well, I would say first always get a, you know, get a mentor. Um, seek, do your research, um, learn as much as you can, but also at the same time, don't paralyze yourself with um perfection right i had this conversation with a friend of mine that we tend to especially in the military right everything has to be so so we have that experience um everything has to be perfect um for the most part um but in the you know in this community in the civilian world we can easily be paraphrased or petrified by perfection. 
okay, all of these boxes have to be checked before we pull the trigger. Well, owning a business and starting a business is a lot like jumping out of an airplane, right? So let's make that analogy. Fortunately, I've never done it. In the Air Force, they taught us not to jump out of perfectly, perfectly <laughs> good airplanes. Like That's our motto, don't jump unless you have to. However, um, you know, when, when folks in the army and they jump out of the, out of those planes, they go through a checklist. They are as prepared as they possibly can. And so, um, but they don't, they, they use that preparation as confidence to just jump off. You never know exactly what's going to happen when you do jump off, but you know, you've done your homework. Um, and so that's what I would advocate. Do your homework, but don't be paralyzed by fear. Um, and just take the jump, do your market research, know your business, know your service, you know, do your homework, do the best you can. There's some excellent resources out there, tons of resources out there for um, starter businesses. And you can almost trip over really amazing um, programs. And I have a couple of resources. If anybody's interested in that, we can send them um, that way. Well, definitely jumping out of a perfect <laughs> operational aircraft is what we're talking about here. But to, to earlier point, I mean, Florida right now, I think it's going to be number two with veterans in the, in the, in the nation. So uh, Texas and California and, and Florida jumping and toggling for number two. So those 185,000 businesses and veterans, uh, veterans out there definitely need to know about FAVOP. And we hope they tune in and listen in because she, and as FAVOP brings a wealth of knowledge. Um, you mentioned the checklist. And there's certain skill sets to grow into having this this knowledge and being a leader in the military. But now that we out here, we jumped out of the plane. What are the skills you think leaders lead need to be successful in uh, in business? In business, wow, it is. Um, well, for my business, my type of business, it really, and I, I think this translates into into all businesses, but really knowing your audience is probably the single most important thing you can do in business um and that and constantly going back and relearning your audience getting to know them again because things change for your audience um and it changes quicker than you may think um and often business owners don't spend nearly enough time um getting to know that audience and asking questions and going, you know, revisiting those questions and really listening to the answers that we, that you get. Um, so as a business owner, I mean, I can offer all these products and services, but if it really doesn't meet a need, it isn't doing my clients any good. Um, so I spend about every six months to six to 12 months, I revisit that and I'm constantly having conversations um, with business owners about what do you really want? What do you, and even my own clients, I go back and I ask them, what would sell you? What would I, you know, what sold you on me? What value do I really bring to you? Um, why do you keep me around? You know, not in a crazy way, but I really, I want to know from them. And I have such a wonderful relationship with my clients that they want to help me with my business. And, um, they often send me referrals and leads on a, on a regular basis. And, um, and I think that, that that's kind of one of the most important things you can do in business. It's amazing that uh, a lot of what you have been saying in my head, I'm rolling around and I said, man, that's exactly what we did 
in the military, trying to get things done, trying to get to the end of a, a mission, we had these checklists, we had these redundancies, we had these things that kept us focused. And the, the beauty of a business in Florida, as you have mentioned before, uh, Tricia, that was that there's a lot of us, veterans uh, uh, that, that have the capability of doing this, um, you know, the earlier question was, when do you jump in, right? Um, if this is not the time to jump in, I don't know when it is. Uh, the, you know, basically everything has been leveled uh, in terms of who's got the attention, who's, uh, everything. So with all the vast background that we have, I think that veterans are more than capable if they still have to do their homework, like you said, right? Do your homework uh, because it is a, a volatile thing. But you know, what what do you see um, as far as veterans? What do you see their potential in in actually you know uh, building a business and and following it through? I think I think veterans are the single most equipped um, group of people in in our community. We come out of the military wholly capable of this. The problem is we don't realize it. Most of us don't realize it. Um, and I, I tell business owners often, and like if, if a corporation gets their hands on a senior NCO or any, any um, officer out of any branch of the military, you have a COO in a box. Right. The challenge is our corporations don't realize that. And the ones who do make tons of money. Um, so not only are veterans entirely capable, more than capable, actually, of starting um, a business and running it, doing quite well. They're also a, a huge asset to walk into a larger corporation and really change the scope and dynamic of that environment and how that how that business or even a nonprofit organization operates. Um, we we think globally, um, we train globally, we understand, um, you know, how a small unit can impact a much bigger um, mission. We understand how a small part works inside of a larger part. We get all of that stuff. Our biggest hangup I want to talk about, because I think this is very important, biggest hangup is we've not learned how to adjust quickly to a new context. So, and that, that's the biggest challenge that I've seen veterans struggle with, right? Um, they're like, what is my context? So we really, it's like going from one country to another, a completely foreign country, not even related or to a completely different planet. Um, but what I tell um, veterans is you have everything you need in your toolbox right now to be successful. You just don't know which tool you need when. So just take some time and think through it. But I promise veterans have every single skill set. Um, you, we're used to um, kind of having the playbook provided for us, and that throws us off a little bit. Um, but it's just, just a little bit of an adjustment. So that that is the biggest challenge um, that I see veterans have. Wow! So I love the term "COO in a box." That was definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are equipped, and and sometimes we get on our own way. You know, we we, we need to get our get out of our own way but to your point um we have a playlist we understand and here we have terrain that we haven't 
navigate it. And there's a lot of tripwire. And one right. of so is the leadership void. So there's some voids that leaders and mistakes that we make going throughout our journey, uh, especially transitioning. So what do you think are some mistakes leaders make transitioning to, to or in an organization or building their own business? Uh, what skill sets do you think they, they are, they trip over as they go through? Um, skill sets. I'm not sure something they trip over so much as forgetting. Um, for me, I think the skill set I rely on the most is, or at least works for me, um, is actually caring and connecting with those people that you're you're trying to lead, like really being their friend, um, really having a relationship with them, act, you know, really caring about them as a person. Um, and in doing so, they'll follow you um, and it, inspiring them. And that, that's, it's not elaborate. <laughs> it takes a lot of energy. And I think that that's the challenge is, um, so when I take on my role as chairman, I looked at it as I knew that I had to invest a lot of energy, not into the organization, but into my board members. I had to be the cheerleader, the, the, the encourager, the one who is asking them about their day, their business, what do they need? Um, so that when I, when they get an email, a phone call, or a text from me, I'm not always asking them to do something. I really want to know how they are. Um, and that, that's my own personal um, philosophy in leadership and, and what I do with Fabob. Um, and so, yes, I, part of my responsibility is an entire chapter and those members associated to that chapter and basically the entire organization. But my number one priority is my board members. And that's my perspective. And and I, look, I, I, Favop is sold here because we're both members, and uh, and I, I can tell everybody that's listening, if you are a veteran-owned business uh, and you have not tapped into Favop, uh, we will supply that information uh, at the at the video somewhere down in there in the comments, uh, but uh, you're missing a great resource. Uh, another basically unit basically that's what it is to me right it's another unit that i've tied into with the with great uh, service members from all types of walks and services uh, that are they have one thing in mind and it's a effective efficient and prosperous business and so i encourage everyone uh, to get involved and, and get plugged in um, in terms of of Favob and the things that uh, you guys are doing and are going to do. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, those things? So one of the most exciting things we have is our Tampa chapter is officially launching later this month. Um, it's going to be a virtual launch because um, we're keeping everything um, kind of safe. But we made the decision instead of um, holding back and postponing that launch to, so, to the point that we can have a physical celebration we're just going to do it live we're just going to do it online we have a you know a new new way we're doing business right now so we're just we're not holding that we're not waiting right we're not getting petrified by perfect right we're just rolling it with it um so virtual launch is coming uh later this month i can get you guys details on that we're super excited um the folks in tampa are simply amazing just simply amazing good folks and um 
they folded right into the mix of who we are very, very quickly. And um, they're basically us. They're just different people in Tampa. And so the culture um, is, is the same. And I, I really appreciate those folks and what they've um, been able to accomplish in a very short period of time and how they've made FAVOB better. They've, they're bringing perspective and a skill set um, that we were, mess, were missing. And, and it has really has, in a lot of ways, um, spread out kind of the burden of the load. And I didn't quite realize that would be a benefit to having an additional chapter. Um, so I'm really looking forward to even more chapters being added this year, which is one of our goals. So we have interest in Jacksonville, we have interest in the Panhandle, we have interest in the Ocala area, and then kind of down south. And our executive director is uh, uh, Bear Mills, you guys know him. He's kind of running with, with that effort, so he could speak a little bit more intelligently about the latest on all of that. But um, we have big lofty goals this year, and, and I know we can we can make it. We can get there. The interest is absolutely there, and we totally have the target market, obviously. Well, the footprint is growing, folks, and Save Bob will be hopefully national in, a, in the years to come. But right now, we're focusing on Florida. So what are the events coming up in Orlando, and how do people reach you? Facebook and email, I don't know. Share with, with the audience how they reach you. What events are coming up in Orlando? So May 21st, um, in roughly 20 days, um, we are going to have a Zoom Power Hour lunch. So we'll have a handful of panelists to talk about, um, you know, what, how to do your business in this, this new environment. It's kind of focused with opening up a little bit. I'll be speaking. Um, we'll have a business development um, uh, folks there, another person talking about the environment um, and how that um, is playing into COVID-19 and what we're dealing with. So I'm really excited. I'll be nailing down our speakers this week and rolling that out. So that'll be just a really one hour, 12 to, to one o'clock. We'll have um, our panelists, we'll speak for a few minutes and then we'll open it up to Q and A's and discussions. Our virtual events have been pulling between 30 and 60 people. So it's really exciting and it's an excellent um, opportunity to network. So those, um, although it's an, Orlando is doing the one on the 21st. We're in charge of, of organizing that and um, executing on it. It's open to all of FABOB um, members and then potential members. So no cost to attend, you don't have to be a member. We would like you to join because we need support, right? The only way that we're gonna make a difference um, is, is with numbers. We need, we need to grow our team here. Um, so Take a look at that. Facebook's a great um, place to get all that information. Our website as well. Shoot us emails, phone calls, whatever. Um, we're here. Yes, and, and we'll provide all that information so that uh, all the listeners can reach out and contact you all. Um, yeah, Vince, uh, every time we get another speaker, I'm just encouraged about uh, the veteran presence here in Florida. Uh, the the quality and uh, of what is going on uh, with fellow veterans, with business owners, and and in hearing that some of the voids that we talk about uh, on the podcast are, are being filled in other places, and and so that's encouraging, isn't it? Yes, indeed, and and we're just so honored to have Trish with us today, and sharing a great opportunity for veteran that either want to dive into business or already are in business. So 9% of us 
cost you doing it 185,000 in Florida. There's some great opportunities, folks. Please tune in. Please continue to to aspire to be part of this great unit, as Enrique mentioned. And as we're moving forward, we have next week on May 20th, our next question, which is, what's a lesson learned you wished you knew uh, had early in your career? And Trish mentioned the first tidbit, which was having a mentor and a coach. So we're going to talk about that actually next week. We're just blessed to have Trish with us. And again, Florida Associations of Veteran-Owned Businesses, say Bob. So we thank you, Trish, for being here, and we hope this expands and everything you have on your list and goals for the year gets accomplished and even more. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.